Man, Lawyer John is <laughs> 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 Lawyer John Forward. Yeah, this is my favorite. Maybe yeah, my he'd favorite. Be so game. annoyed. We, gee, we, I just hit record in the middle of a conversation. <laughs> I didn't even. No context. No one's going to know anything about uh, the uh, yeah what we were talking about and who we're talking about. It's it's, it's goddamn. It's still funny though. Just like seeing John Forward. Just picture John Forward in a classroom. If you know who that is, that or not classroom. A fucking. <laughs> Christ, I'm retired. Courtroom? Yeah, I almost said lawyer place. <laughs> lawyer place. You know the, the lawyer place? The lawyer playpen. <laughs> you know, where they put all in the lawyers in. In a courtroom trying to bring out an objection, but everyone's just talking over him. Hey, guys. I object. I object. I object. Okay. Have you seen my Fridge Festival show? It's... <laughs> This is uh, your the, some flowers. Uh, He's like wearing like a like a suit jacket and a tie, but underneath is like a killer clowns from outer space T-shirt. He's wearing the powder wig as well, <laughs> so you don't need to wear the powder wig, please. <laughs> oh, is this well, not the? I spent uh, I spent three hundred dollars on Amazon. I I'm, I make a, I make an okay living. <laughs> God, he took a lot of abuse from us. Oh, it's yeah. great. It's, it's it's always a it's always a fun time. <laughs> Damn. That's uh it is weird though. I I wonder sometimes when like if people hear like if normal people were to hear any of the things we say to them. <laughs> this is we've turned into the the equivalent of the Columbine bullies, you know. <laughs> yeah, John's just going to show up in what he's already wearing and shoot up a school. Yeah. <laughs> no, we're just like, you know, the end of the warriors. Warriors. That's our <laughs> Mountain players. You know? more like the <laughs> the turnball ACs than Yeah. Yeah. Um just wearing karate geese. <laughs> <laughs> karate geese, afros, and like gold jewelry. Yeah, that is. Oh, speaking of a guy, I saw. Did we ever talk about it? I watched. Uh, I watched Roadhouse for the first time. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, we were talking about this the other day, but I mean, is he really? He just walks into a hardware supply store wearing just a karate geese <laughs> as a <laughs> as a shirt. He's like making those eyes at him too, like just looking at Patrick Swayze, like, <laughs> <laughs> like that's supposed to be tough guy shit. Like, yeah, yeah, later, yeah. It's so strange. Like his, he made his intentions clear during that impromptu beach fight that came out of nowhere. Like uh, he blows up the guy's house. Uh, Patrick Swayze chases him to like the only sandy spot in this entire country town. Uh, uh, near a river, across from the bad guy's house. But yeah, like, what kind of neighborhood where the rich guy just lives across the <laughs> from a farm? What a from a farm, <laughs> dilapidated farm. <laughs> he spent all his money on monster trucks that he uses to run over like the local town dealership. Yeah. But uh, like he gets this fucking henchman who's been like making eyes at Swayze the entire movie. They get into a fight, and then eventually he looks at him. and He goes, "You know, I used to fuck guys like you in prison." Right. <laughs> <laughs> to fuck guys like you in the ass <laughs> and then Swayze can give him the most damning insult ever he's like hey man you're a real asshole okay yeah, okay wow dude you the, just distro- burnt down an entire house that was you like set a hardware store on fire that was like That's no homo you- for 1992 <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait a second wait a minute 
We're just a cotton pick in second. <laughs> sir, right sir, here. I, I believe you're out of order. Like, Come on. <laughs> he throws his glove on the ground. Man, you're a real jerk. You know that? <laughs> and then he rips out his throat. Yeah, that is. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> um, Fuck, that movie's magic. It's uh, it's the most bizarre. <laughs> Ends with Patrick Swayze just shirtless, naked, jumping into a like his his friend has died. <laughs> He's just skinny yeah. dipping with this hot blonde. Definitely the most believable relationship. I mean, the, amazing. Oh, oh, she's straight up retired. He's like, pain don't hurt, and she's like, whoa. Where he's like, oh, uh, I'm a bouncer, but I went to university. What did you study? Philosophy. <laughs> <laughs> did you know? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, a real Bertrand Russell figure. <laughs> this fucking just a hired gun used to work like the local roadhouse to keep people throwing fucking beer bottles at the band through chicken wire. What a fuck. We we need the best. <laughs> I used to fuck like guys like you in the ass. Okay, all right. Uh, do you want to now, or do I, you, are you are you saying something? Suddenly, I don't what's... feel like fighting anymore. I just... <laughs> What exactly I think are we, we doing just, here? We'll just part, go our separate ways. Just, so I think you get the wrong idea. <laughs> All right. Good point, man. <laughs> that fucking, uh, that polar bear falls on the <laughs> <door>. <laughs> Yeah. Your doppelganger. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The fucking country me. <laughs> A polar bear fell on me. Damn. A polar bear fell on me. <laughs> so just like they co-opted my life rights. That's... <laughs> I feel, I feel yes. like that may have happened. Like when the bear falls on him, it's such a like he seems to have just an unusually terrified reaction to just a mannequin falling on him. <laughs> just move out of the way. Well, yeah, it's like 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 a Looney Tunes ass reaction. Like he's like, yeah, like steam shooting out of his ears. He's holding up like a sign that says help. <laughs> <laughs> Like a little umbrella. <laughs> yeah, they take off the mannequin and he's just flat, you know, like a pancake. <laughs> he's moving One of his arms and legs a little bit. <laughs> he puts his thumb in his mouth and he has to blow himself up. <laughs> um, like a safe falls him and he has to open it and walk out. <laughs> he's like fucking going in and out like an accordion while he's doing it. <laughs> Just going. <laughs> a piano falls on him, and his head comes out of the top, and like his teeth are piano keys for a second. <laughs> Patrick Swayze's like painting a tunnel on the side of a rock. <laughs> he like escapes through it. Yeah, Ben Gazzara goes through it. <laughs> Oh, God. So stupid. No one's going to understand any of these references, Brian. Are you saying that no one's watched Roadhouse? And no one understands it. No one's watched Roadhouse with, like, cartoon Looney Tunes references. It's very specific Looney Tunes references. References only a very lonely little boy uh, watching cartoons for just hours on end uh, well, would have. Get it, yeah, John's going to get it. You, me, John. It's very strange how two little fat boys and and an immigrant have this much in common. I feel like that that piano situation could like spice up any movie though. Like, <laughs> like what if that happened in the Joker? 
<laughs> like, like he's out there twirling that sign, and instead of a bunch of kids grabbing it, a piano falls. Out. <laughs> And he's got like piano key teeth for a second. <laughs> and he's like, I'm a stinker. <laughs> Joker, best picture of 2019. Todd Phillips' masterpiece. <laughs> he goes to he goes to grab like a small pot of bird seed and like an anvil falls on him. <laughs> he's like, you know what you get when you mix mental illness with bird seed? <laughs> His hands are still up in the air. The animals on his head. <laughs> he's standing on the edge of a cliff, and like the uh, no, he's standing before the edge. Like the rest of the cliff falls, but like uh, the the end of it where Robert De Niro is standing is still staying up somehow. <laughs> um. Oh shit. Yeah, that's uh. <laughs> I'm a stinker, <laughs> Joker. What a, what a mesmerizing performance! What a brilliant, really mixes in the you know, a classic, uh, classic bits like a piano falling on head and really brings it to like, you know, Joaquin Phoenix. The, that happening in the middle of Marriage Story. <laughs> <laughs> like pulling on the kid and then bam, piano. <laughs> Punches a wall and then he pulls his arm out, and the whole wall falls on his head, and it's just <laughs> <laughs> the whole house falls on him, and it's just the two of them sitting there in the house. It just literally goes. <laughs> yeah, I was like, <laughs> it's very weird. Like, I know that when we were at John's party, like we were, because you remember when we were joking. Or I don't know whether you were in the living room when when the that uh, what was that song. That Duasnish. Uh, what what is that band? It's uh Ramstein. Ramstein. So John put up a whole bunch of Ramstein videos. Is he like a, a is he still trying to clear out the the? Uh, the no, this was during or? the party. So there was just a whole bunch of Ramstein videos that he just put on the while we were talking. Okay. And uh, me and Travis and I thought you were there, but it might have been just Mike. That might have been when I was in uh, in the basement playing word based Tetris. Possibly. <laughs> and uh, at that point, <laughs> there's a black and white video that came on with, and I looked at it. I just briefly saw what looked like a pair of tits. And I was like, hell yeah! Yeah. I was, like, oh. I was just pretending to, you know, whatever. And then immediately after it pans down, it's just like a full penis. <laughs> it's a black, it's a dude. Like, no, they got like, me. They damn it. And I was like, oh, I'm not gay, guys. I'm pr- I promise. You know, I was doing that. No one else sees it. It's not even on the TV. <laughs> I was like, no, I'm no. not gay, guys. I'm like, what? What are you talking about? I'm just by myself. <laughs> My your, own apartment watching a video. Your daughter's sitting across from you. <laughs> yeah, what? I'm not gay, guys. <laughs> who, who are you talking to, Dad? So I was doing that, and apparently, I guess there were some people in the back room. They were like, "Listen, they didn't know what who what I was doing or what I was watching, so they thought that I was some sort of crazy homophobe." <laughs> I just remembered that. <laughs> they, they just they just thought that I was some sort of jock, some sort of crazy jock, <laughs> some kind of jock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Football. Yeah, that's what I love. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, no, no, I'm not gay. Because <laughs> that's what I was doing in the living room. Was, like, was this before or after he yelled at May's face about two inches away from her? <laughs> what did I say? You were just like, out of the w-. You were just fucking around. You were like, out of the way, bitch. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like, she gets it and we all get it. No, I don't know whether. 
I don't know if all her friends get it. I don't know whether anyone gets it. I don't know whether I got it at all. I mean, I just sort of did it. I thought it would be funny to just yell at someone. But it's not. I understand. I now know. I appreciate it. I now know. It's just strange aggression, but it's just... It's just strange like immigrant jokes, aggression. <laughs> yeah. These are all these are all jokes, guys. And I, I actually kind of wonder how John's uh, friends perceive us. Like when we, for our first impression, rolling into the party, making fun of the fucking movie they're watching. They're, they're all clearly enjoying. Like, what's this fucking hot topic? The movie. Or <laughs> <laughs> what hot you- topic. The movie. <laughs> Are you faggots all going to cut yourselves after or what? What's Damn, going on? That here? was not me. <laughs> I didn't say that. <laughs> I mean, it's hilarious to pretend to be a jock and just bully them. Right? Like, you can't bully old people, like grown ass people, right? Just like, just like we're the hockey kids. Just like That's going, right. You guys aren't even snipers. What are you doing? Little snipesies out there? We're, over here. <laughs> we're Kevin Arnold's older brother. We're just two of us morphed into. Oh, yeah. no, I'm, I, I like to think of myself more like Buzz from Home Alone. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Your sort of O'Doyle rules a little bit, you know. Um, <laughs> I, I'm more Chris Farley, the bus driver, but <laughs> I'll take the O'Doyle rules. Um, <clears throat> yeah, I don't I'm know. Gonna turn this goddamn bus around <laughs> so goddamn fast. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> they genuinely every time every time there's an attempt to sort of bring me back or just bring a group of comics back into regular civilization <laughs> like today i thought it would be funny where the was in the in the elevator with the hr lady and she <laughs> looked at us and we were all going up you know going up to the office and they were all sort of making small talk and they looked at me as a uh, she's like, oh, so how was the Christmas party? And I was like, uh, <laughs> it was the most depressing thing I've ever been to. And <laughs> I've been to Iraq. <laughs> she's like, what? I was like, oh, Merry Christmas, I mean. <laughs> I was there, uh, yeah. You're like, these are all jokes, lady. Come on. I just thought it would be a hilarious thing to just tell someone that a Christmas party was more depressing than being in a war-torn country. <laughs> That is pretty funny. But it wasn't. It's not even true, but... You mean uh, it, it wasn't worse than Iraq or you've never been there? No, I have been to Iraq, but no, it was not the Christmas party. The office Christmas party was not. You're like, Iraq was great. Like, <laughs> Iraq was actually... <laughs> Iraq in the 90s? Yeah. Fucking party, man. Like. Yeah. I went there before. Yeah, it was you, early you were 90s. There, uh, uh, you were there for Saddam Hussein's uh, election. <laughs> yeah, I was there for during the Saddam Hussein era. I did, wasn't back for the reunion after that. Uh, the reunion tour that he went on after that. <laughs> what was what was his, uh, his, his campaign song? It was Whitney Houston, right? Oh, yeah. I Will Always Love You. That's so great. <laughs> you see this? He should have gone with I'm Every Woman. <laughs> <laughs> just walking out every woman in front of me anything you want to bring <laughs> do it naturally and he's like twirling out in, in the, like the reception area of his palace <laughs> he's like like fucking moonwalking and shit he's doing his duck lips mm. Saddam gets down his big stupid mustache mm. <laughs> 
Instagram is Satan's uh, fucking gay biker on the weekends. (laughs) 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 Fucking mustache. (laughs) (coughs) He's Monday to Friday. I guess the cards on Saturday. I get down. (laughs) Where's my yellow handkerchief? Let's go cruising, Abdullah Ali Aziz. Let's go. Come on, boys. Kill the Kurds. Get some dick. Um. <laughs> Damn, dude. I watched, I watched this documentary. Do you know about... Um, I watched a documentary on Netflix recently. I don't know why it was. I don't know why I watched it. Uh, well, you decide why I watched it. Uh, it was called uh, Rocco. It was about Rocco Sofredi. Do you know Rocco Sofredi? You guys, I guess a lot of people don't know. Rocco Sofredi was a big uh, Italian porn star. Uh, he has a bigger salami. If you know, he has a, he has a bigger sausage. <laughs> <laughs> he's, got the, he's got a large cap of gold. Yeah. First shot. I... I have a big, uh, I have a big problem. I was born with a big. <laughs> <laughs> what am I going to do? It's am supposed to be. It's supposed to be like an art film, like an art documentary about yeah. his uh, retirement from porn. He's like forty-five or some sort of fifty years old, mm. and in the first shot is just a like it looks like a perfumed shot of slow motion. You know, uh, shower. You see the shower head and the water fill up and. Water comes in towards the camera. You see his face. They see the water hit his face and then go down his thing, and yeah, and then <laughs> go it goes down his chest. And then literally the next shot is just water trickling down his erect penis <laughs> into the camera. So just hold it there for six seconds. What are we talking about here? Like how big? Of a Huge. Yeah. I mean, this guy is fucking packing. Like he like someone's gonna need stitches after they sit on that. Damn, or? dude. Yeah, I was started. I started to salivate. <laughs> Slice, you're just like you slice um, off a piece of my I am with a love of prosciutto. <laughs> yeah, I love a little of prosciutto. Uh, <laughs> um, what's his retirement like? Did he uh, go to? The, oh, what? his retirement porno. He, he didn't. Well, uh, did he go to the boonies in Sicily where he fell in love and then eventually? Uh, his wife was blown up in a car bomb, and then he had to go back to the life. Or <laughs> no, uh, even more hilarious. He uh, so the, uh, the 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 final scene. His initial uh, his this is his opening salvo in the movie. He says, uh, "I was born uh, with uh, uh, with a blessing." Between my legs, but it became a bigger curse. It was a bigger curse in between my legs, and um, I, I love how um, immediately he's just Luigi from The Simpsons. Yeah, you always, M- Mr. Simpson. I get your table. Uh, sit down here, and uh, maybe you suck on my big penis. <laughs> Are you wait? Are uh, you a sexy lady? Oh, you, I love you, I love you. Oh, come <laughs> That's how he introduces himself to all the potential actresses that he meets. This is a documentary. <laughs> you are a sexy. Oh, you like the sex. He just full on, as soon as he meets someone, he just full on, like, mouth kiss, puts the tongue inside and everything. You all like crazy. So we say hello in Italy. I put my tongue all the way down oh, to you your throat. Oh, you so baby. Uh, you, yes, yeah, so you like a sex. We don't uh, shake our hands. You shake my penis. <laughs> uh, 
and her her his sons are all embarrassed. <laughs> he has two kids. Are they are they all like fucking Guidos? Like are they all just no? They're just normal kids. Uh, they just look like skater kids, you I, know, playing video games, whatever. I just think it'd be I I, I know it's not accurate because it's actually in Italy and not Jersey, but just my little bambino, he kind of watch me, but he kind of watch his father. Dad, why you why we gotta watch you fucking squash so many grenades? <laughs> well, well we're gonna not- go out to the club. We're gonna fucking get. If we get fucking turn over here. Long Island fucking goombas. <laughs> you man. fucking turn over here. Yeah. You fucking. <laughs> yeah, they're not Long Island fucking wops, man. <laughs> just, that's that's my main they're, frame they're of proper, reference. Are, all Italians are like in the Sopranos. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, they're all they're all proper fucking. Uh, what's his name? Um, uh, Furio from the Sopranos. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Oh, like. oh, Mr. Tony. Yeah, he's one of those guys. My dad, uh, he wants guys. me to enter uh, the family <laughs> business, but I want to be a plumber. I want to find the the, t- the turtles underground. So it starts off with an orgy. His final scene starts is supposed to. It starts off with an orgy, and <laughs> and uh, in a room in this uh, you know red carpeted you know red walled room with these ornate sort of crouches. Rococo style court couches, and uh, he. So I guess he has a big reputation for being sort of a dominant kind of dude, but uh, he gets brought in by his. Uh, <laughs> he's this really English, uh, this English, this really English porn actress. I think some Julia something. I don't know what her name is, and uh, she comes in, and she's got a just a beautiful sultry. Hello, I, oi, Rockow. Like that's her fucking your cock then there. <laughs> yeah, she brings him in. I'm not kidding you. On a cross. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He comes in carrying a cross that he is put on by three women, and then he has sex with them while he's on a cross. <laughs> And the women whip him. That's the most Italian thing I've ever heard in my entire life. Yeah. Just fucking on the cross. Yep. Yep. <laughs> it's because it was his burden and he is being Dedicated to Pope John Paul II. Yeah. Rocco Sofredi <laughs> is his name. Yeah. I, uh, I am being persecuted by the Jews. Uh, he is being persecuted by my makeup salami. <laughs> by my huge prosciutto. She plays Pontius Pilate. She's like, I, I wash my hands. I do, I do. <laughs> I'm done with all this then. What's all this then? Oh, you say your torches are nice and hard. If, if you had a bit of a smaller tallywhacker, maybe we'd let you live. Yeah. Jeez. <laughs> it's the most, and it's all very, very serious. <laughs> <laughs> It's one of the most hilarious things I ever watched. What's that called? It's called Rocco. R-O-C-C-O. Christ. I got to see that now. Yeah. It's so, it's so dumb. <laughs> but anyway. Again, could be improved by a piano falling on his head while yeah. he's getting yeah. fucked on a cross. Yeah. He plays his own teeth <laughs> while he's getting sucked off. <laughs> so stupid. Oh, I'm going to get a mouthful of this all then. <laughs> anyway. Oh, uh, man. I'm right, watching something like I mean, I watched that immediately. <laughs> it's like a stark contrast from the kind of sort of... 
Like I thought it was going to be heavy, but luckily it was so stupid. I because I'd been watching a few of the because I watched Marriage Story. Yeah, and uh, you know, I think you did the smart thing with that because I went right to Kramer versus Kramer, so I just fucking dug right into a misery hole for well, a couple I don't, of days. <clears throat> I don't find that like I think you and I have talked about it, but I don't find a good movie to ever be a miserable experience well it, it like wasn't it in the end it was uh it, it was the journey there right. wasn't pleasant but it, it ended in kramer versus kramer ended on kind of a yeah uh you know like a happy note even she though tells was, him to go to the apartment and he's downstairs yeah 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 it's not uh it, it wasn't and you were right because i remember talking to you about halfway through i had to take a break and i, I was furious at that point right and uh you're like well just just see it through just see it through and and you'll see it all make sense and and it did well it doesn't i don't know whether it makes sense i don't know how much of that is like uh i don't know it's just a pat way to end something but i don't know i i hate to say whether it's like like movies like this are like the message that 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 he's making it I don't think that there is that movies should be made with messages or things like that. No, uh, I, I, I don't think that's how he intended it either. <laughs> like, it, he's not trying to say something about divorce. He's just showing it. Like, it, it's there. You're there to witness it sure. and see it from both sides. And then you just sort of decide what you take away from it yourself. Right. Like, he, he's not trying to say, like, oh, everybody should get along. But that's... I mean, the crazy thing about that Adam Driver's Kazakh is the fact that he doesn't know when he's in a mood when he's in a sort of cycle of anger and when he's digging his own hole at every point i want to be i want to tell him just don't do this thing yeah. e- even though you know you can't tell him to not you know bring in the lawyer or you know not freak out or you just wish that you could talk to him and tell him that it would be okay but somehow you just uh i mean obviously yeah. you can't because it's a movie but i mean in any sort of situation like that i've you you, you it's almost sort of tragic how you would that the person involved in that situation almost has to see it to the bitter end for themselves to see the mistakes that they made along the way does that make any sense yeah, at all? Yeah, absolutely. I, I I was reacting the same way, but for me it was basically trying to tell a character in a fictional uh, drama not to make the exact same mistakes I made. Yeah. Like it was like it was almost like seeing like a good chunk of the last 4 years play out. Specifically when we were going back and forth to court. Right. Especially a lot of that lawyer stuff. A lot of that lawyer stuff really hit me hard. Like that first scene, um, because the movie uses a a lot of long takes and they let conversations sit. Yeah. But uh, that first meeting with Ray Liotta, there's a lot of jump cuts around the room. It's good to to make you feel a little agitated, I think. Just agitated and just confused and small. Like, uh, and that's how you feel in that lawyer's office when you're first going through this and you know absolutely nothing. And they're talking about all worst case scenarios and all this other stuff. You feel about an inch tall and you're ready to do whatever the fuck they say. And it's like they're handing you a gun telling you if you don't shoot it, they're going to shoot first. And you don't think about it until after you pull the trigger. Yeah, and it's very strange because like, you would think that movies like this would 
or at least sort of at some level, like art, you would hope that art would be some sort of, at, at some level should serve as a cautionary tale about which other things you should pay attention to and which other things that you shouldn't pay attention like which you sh- which are the things that you should have a conflict about which are the things in your life that you should really sort of take a stand about yeah and which are the things you should sort of let go yeah well, but uh, it it shows to go the ra- just showing what actually happens when we basically lose our focus and just dig our heels in because our instinct is that's right even though it's not like that that scene where he's talking to uh uh Alan uh Alda. Alan Alda and uh Alan Alda is the only voice of reason in this after of course being a little confusing himself cuz he's like we might have to go to court uh, for court we shouldn't go to court but he goes uh, you know just accept it like just uh just let, you know you don't want to take this any further and he's just sort of looking around confused Adam Driver and he's just like oh, I I need I need him to know that I fought for him. But he did, that's the thing with him with him is that he doesn't understand like this guy doesn't understand that at some level he must feel like as though his masculinity is somehow being stripped from him Absolutely. because he's not fight putting up some sort of fight and there's something about putting up a fight is very inherent to being, or at least sort of a very uh, uh, base or a biological part of 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 masculine of 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 a little bit of, of masculinity for good or for bad. You know what I mean? Like it has some good, but at some level, you think that the reason why the guy has gotten as far as he has, you know in the movie at least like he's doesn't have a past he's sort of a set like whatever self-made person yeah is because he's a little bit bullheaded and you know yeah he, he just plows through things and he's very organized see he just he just says well i'm just gonna get this done so that's why he's able to have this theater company and he has a little bit of that fight in him. That's how but he that, got the uh, MacArthur grant or yeah. whatever or something like that right like that probably that's some sort of that instinct is the thing that serves him well in the realm of and I guess art or whatever. Yeah, but, it but it's such a shitty fucking it, that that very that instinct is completely useless and in fact complete it's it's horrible when it comes to sort of personal relationships because you're just constantly bullheaded and you just don't realize that you shouldn't be fighting over something. Yeah, like, the, over something like this, you know. It's the same with like even just minor fights. Uh, you, you get tricked into thinking that it's important that you win. That's important that you're right when that's not important at all. Yeah, the fact that you're having the fight is the is means that you've lost. Yeah, the the fight itself is the problem, right? If it comes to a fight, then it's then it's lost. Then the whole then you've lost the whole point. Then you've yeah. lost the whole thread of it. Exactly. Like it's the, crazy, man. It's. Uh, it's like there's so many scenes where he's where he's with his kid and he's his mind is just completely somewhere else. He's just completely lost the thread of the fact that he's supposed to be, you know, in well, the moment with the kid. When he's got like something uh, with the when with he's the got whole... one day to find a lawyer and he's like, get in the fucking car. Yeah, just get in the fucking car. And, like, the kid's trying to get his attention the entire time, and he's just going from lawyer office to lawyer office to find one that his, uh, his wife hadn't already talked to. And, yeah, just fucking brutal. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, you know, yeah, it is it is quite brutal to watch. I mean, it just, but, 
yeah, like I said, it, the the fact that there is, it's one of those things where you just that the fact that there is someone else in the world that also has clearly been through it is it means something. I mean, yeah. I don't know what it means, but it means something, and I don't. It is know. that it's very least comforting to see, like, even though the it's two completely different yeah, scenarios, people, like, uh, the minutia around it is different, they're different people, they're in different situations, but the process is the exact same, and the emotions are the exact same, and the outcome is pretty similar, too. I don't know how many times it would take for people, you know, I don't know whether it's possible for... Uh, the, <laughs> I don't know whether it's... Po- like. W- this must just sound like Arabic to people who have never been through, you know, some sort of breakup or something like yeah. that. I'm sure. I don't. Maybe. Maybe I'm. Well, I saw that play out on Twitter. I told you about the guy that uh, tweeted the review. He goes, uh, "The di- uh, the dialogues feels like it was written by a high school debate club." Yeah, because that's how that that's goes. exactly how they goes. You just yeah. turn into a fucking little child. Man, you're just. Like a, a child screaming at another child for his mom. I just basically. want you dead. I was like, that is that is definitely something that I've. A- after he just fucking like hits yeah. hits the wall like a drama kid. Yeah. <laughs> with like the edge of his hand. <laughs> Puts a hole through it too. Yeah. I and it's funny too. Like, do you see the poster for it? It's super misleading. Uh, it looks like a romantic comedy, and I was thinking like, like the three of them are on the. Yeah, just, like, holding a kid, like, everything's going to be okay. And I thought, like, you could cut a trailer to trick people into thinking that as well. Uh, just like, You ever see the uh, the Shining trailer that they recut to look like a romantic comedy? Right, yeah. yeah. Some, I see. Something like that. Like Danny, whatever, is, you know, <laughs> yeah. going on a trip, yeah. Out of New York with a theater company, and they're, like, both pulling on the kid, and it's like, da na Salisbury Hill. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like... Uh, she's like, I hacked your fucking emails and I know you were fucking her. My heart goes boom, boom, boom. <laughs> uh, every morning I wake up and if, if Charlie would be okay, I wish you'd be dead. I wish you'd get hit by a car. Pack your bags. I'm going home tonight. <laughs> Marriage story. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I suppose. <laughs> I guess there's a version of that movie that'll, uh, you know. Some people would see, I guess, as a as a horror movie, but I guess I don't know. That's uh, I'm very surprised at how much how good of a reaction it's gotten from a lot of people. And I mean, to be honest, I think the Oscar kind of thing is it's kind of a little bit. It's sort of ruined. It's always sort of ruined it a little bit for me in the fact that I've always enjoyed you know, small sleeper hits that, I don't know, it's just kind of a weird thing that I've, I've always liked movies that, you know, people ignore and that's, you know, something that's, yeah, that that's, only I know about. In a way, it, it's it, some sort, I imagine it, it's some sort of elitist fucking yeah, bullshit thing. Well, it, it, it's it's exactly the movie that you described, except everybody caught on to it at the same time and it kind of became like a band you just discovered that everybody is now listening to and you're like... I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Have you watched any other his other his other movies? Noah Baumbach. I started to watch uh, uh, the one with Adam Sandler and Ben Meyerowitz stories. Yep. Yeah. And uh, that That's... had uh, kind of I was, I was kind of delayed to see Dennis Hoffman was in that. Dennis that, Hoffman, yeah. That seemed to lead on from. Uh, Kramer it's a lot funnier. Kramer a little bit, yeah. It's a lot funnier than this one. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. All of his movies are sort of very. F- Greenberg is very funny. 
Kicking and Screaming, I think, is the name of the other one. Well, even uh, Marriage Story has its moments. Like, that, oh yeah, that scene. Uh, Ray Liotta's funny, man. Yeah, when, when when he comes from when he comes home from uh, Halloween and he dumps out the candy and there's like two pieces of a lighter. That was pretty fucking hilarious. There's a little bit of screwball where he does the thing with the where he cuts himself. Yeah. Yep. Yep. I'm okay. And then he uses the the blood on her head. That's a little bit. It's a little played out. You know, they played out for just a little bit. Uh, yeah, that that was maybe but, like if I had won. But it's pretty funny. I I get what he's trying to do. It's pretty uh, funny. And until he's like lying on the floor, passing out, while his kids like, "Daddy, can can I can I play with uh, can I play with more Lego?" And he's like, "Oh, yeah," just dying on the floor. <laughs> yeah, it's an odd way to end the scene. Yeah, it just goes fade to black <laughs> while him <laughs> on, on, him on the floor bleeding. Like, what, the, what the fuck is happened? he dying? <laughs> is that what happened? He just, no, but. It is a yeah. It is an odd. Uh, it's an it's a very odd movie. I don't know whether it'll. I'm sure it'll get some sort of Oscar thing. But I don't know what that means, Oscar it's, thing. But it's my favorite. But movie it's a good year. Yeah. And in a year with the Irishman, that's you know that's meaningful to me and no one else, I guess. But in <laughs> a year with the Joker, you know, like to have that top the Joker. I don't know, man. I that's that. Th- this is genuine, just genuinely surprising. The the kind of movies that are that kind of caught on. I mean, I like th- this marriage. I like marriage story, but I'm very surprised that the Joker became the highest grossing R-rated movie of what is it all time? It's, it's, yeah, it's, isn't it all time? It, it made like it's a billion dollars eventually, like domestic. Or maybe is it this year? I don't know. I thought it's no, it's all time. Is I, it said it, it was all time? Right? Mo- or highest grossing R-rated movie of all time? Like it's making Avengers numbers. It's it's weird. Well, I think it's got something to do with the mood that everyone's in, you know, because it's yeah. a classic. Because the Joker in the movie, he's a classic victim, right? Yeah. He's a classic. Everyone, because that's the movie. Everyone is, this is my fucking stupid pet theory, is that I think at a psychic level, everyone... Like, everyone feels they're the Joker? Well, everyone feels like as though the, the as though they're the victim. Like He's a classic 2009. I keep saying classic over and over again. <laughs> stop saying classic. 2019. No, he's just, um, it's, he's caught on, he's... Onto the frequency. If I had to psychoanalyze what's happening, yeah, because I'm an expert and psychoanalyst. Yeah, Doctor Arifus. Here's what I think. I think that the reason why everyone uh, are tuned to that frequency that the Joker is at is because first everything feels in the joke in what's his name in the movie oh. Harvey. No. Joker? I, no. I don't remember. I, Charlie? No, Charlie was no. uh, Mary's story. Anyway. The reason why... Joker pe- guy. Joker guy. <laughs> Do- Jokey man. Dr. Joker guy Esquire. Yeah. <laughs> it's because he feels... Because everything feels as though it's crumbling. Gotham City feels as oh, though uh, it's crumbling. Arthur. I Arthur. Yeah. Arthur Fleck. That's what his name is. Uh, Yeah, everything feels as though it's crumbling all the structures and institutions feel like uh, feel as feel as though they're crumbling and they're crumbling because uh, and everyone is helpless in the face of it yeah you know or and arthur is helpless in the face of it and 
there's only one person to blame right uh, it's uh, the rich the society capitalist. that we live in and the rich uh, and the rich yeah. right so and i think that that's the reason why that it feels like i saw this thing about you know the gothic arches i guess they were uh, yeah, they were being taken down I yeah because it's structurally unsound and there was no way to really repair it or something yeah that's something like that they're building like uh, it's been around since like what is it 18 the 1870s i guess yeah jesus and like and they're building like uh condos yeah like rich people condos uh, yeah want, like uh, empty nesters who have money from Rase, basically. Don't is that it. who it's for specifically? Yeah, the the article that I read today was about that. Yeah, like he wants to attract empty nesters to come in that don't want to travel back and forth from the city and don't want as much space. Right, that's interesting. That's going to like, but I mean, the, but that's the like I was thinking about, you know, because we remember we were talking about those. Uh, um, like when we watched that Motherless Brooklyn. Did you watch Motherless Brooklyn? You have no. Watched I, it. I I didn't get to watch it. Anyway, in Motherless Brooklyn, there's a scene in um, in it where they're in Penn Station. Now Penn Station doesn't exist anymore. Penn Station was this beautiful, ornate train station, one of the best in the world, one of the most beautiful in the world. Like they got all of these columns from Greece and it had all this beautiful architecture and all of these beautiful paintings and it had been it had been around for like a couple of centuries or at least a century two centuries maybe right uh maybe not maybe not a century maybe yeah maybe just about one i w- i should say that i sh- i don't think it was around for that long but anyway it was beautiful and the real sort of pillar of new york city a real sort of um, it was the hub. It was sort of the central point for the longest time of New right. York City, until it was destroyed, and it it shows up in Motherless Brooklyn, like they recreate Penn Station. Okay. And um, yeah, it uh, it shows up, and it was destroyed by, uh, you know Robert Moses when he was, I think the city governor or something like that. I almost asked Mayor him. of Parks, I think he was Parks Parks and some Parks supervisor something I almost asked a really stupid question. What? I was going to be like like from the scene from uh, the Untouchables with the baby carriage but that was Chicago. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. But that that scene that the the scene from the Chicago that's from Battleship Potemkin, right? You remember that movie? Uh, that, no, that, I, that I Russian didn't see movie? Battleship Potemkin. Yeah. Yeah, I, I've heard of it, scene. believe it or not, but I haven't seen Eisenstein, Sergei Eisenstein. Anyway. Another movie that could be, uh, well, not Battleship Hamkin because I haven't seen it, but like that scene uh, with the baby carriage falling down falling and down. Kevin Costner in slow motion shooting gangsters. Uh, at the end, he catches the baby carriage and a piano falls down in the baby <laughs> carriage. <laughs> and the baby pops out and he's playing his piano key teeth. That's all, folks. I want that baby dead. I want his parents dead. I want his house burned to the ground. Um. Well, I was thinking that it has happened in bigger cities where, so, uh, uh, Penn Station was leveled, and in its place was, uh, they built Madison Square Garden. Right, Madison Square Garden was supposed to be the hub of culture. It was supposed to be the 
the great temple of culture or something like that. Well, that's where the wrestling goes, right? So as far as I'm concerned, it is. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) That's where they have UFC fights, right? That's right. That's right. (laughs) Hub of culture. Some of the comics played there as well. But yeah, yeah, I take your point. But I just... That, that's where they shot that scene in Highlander, the, the start, and then he sort of fights the like the old guy in the parking lot. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> I, is that is that's the you're, you're talking about Christopher Lambert, right? The wrestling was was shit, and uh, there I've, can I've been, be only one. I, I do this get out. Weird I, I'm, I am from Scotland. Yeah, I can't do a French accent. Clearly. Connor McLeod, <laughs> I'm Con- D- Duncan McLeod. Is lo- that what his name is? Yeah, no. Connor McLeod. Duncan was from the TV show, and I'm sad that I know that. I, I like that the actual Scottish guy was Spanish. Yeah, he's like, no, he's Rob- French. <laughs> no, he 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 comes. He's a Spaniard. He comes and he's like, I'm Ram- Ramirez. Oh, Ramirez. And I'm from Spain. <laughs> oh yes, I'm Sean Connery. I'm, I'm a famous Spaniard, Sean Connery. <laughs> Ramirez. Remember Spanish man Sean Connery? He's wearing he's that really fucking hat it. with the feather pop. Oh out. yes. He's got a fucking twirly mustache, too. He's got a fucking that ring announcer mustache, too. He's, like, in the fucking canoe, just fucking singing while uh, Connor McLeod's balancing a sword. (laughs) What was I saying? Yeah, anyway, but... but We got way off topic there. Highlander! Yeah. But the... But it happens in big cities. Like, it happened in New York. Like, it happened that that this, like ancient structure got destroyed you know right in front of the people right in front of you know yeah <clears throat> I, I think right uh, in front of public i don't know i don't know what to make i get the i get the concern i get i get the uh, people are uh, worried that like uh, a piece of history is going away when right like they're from what i read and granted this is a news article sure where they interview the guy who owns the property so grain of salt but like, he made it pretty clear that he looked into saving it, and he was going to do something with the building as it is, but just wasn't able to. It wouldn't, they, the insurance company wouldn't insure it the way it was. Oh, really? According to the article, yeah. Oh, okay. I think, uh, I think if we're going to lose the gold, uh, the, uh, the gothic arches, maybe they should put some golden arches there. Correct. <laughs> Good setup. You, I knew you were Because yeah, I slipped, it's a like gold, uh, gothic yep, arch. Yep. Nailed it. I, I just want a McDonald's within walking <laughs> distance, but it's on top of the hill, so I still have to work to get to it. <laughs> Amazing. Um. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Yeah. I'm loving it. I don't think they need more McDonald's with it. More Tim Hortons. That's what we need. Yeah, we need uh, Tim Hortons right One on every this block. area, at least. Like, yeah. Right where the Gothic arches are. Like, put a. I don't know what the fuck to make of it. Honestly, I just I I get the. I get the frustration, and I get the sad. I think it's the general, uh, the general mood is that everything is crumbling and everything is being destroyed. You know, and so that footage of an old church being just taken over by, you know, just being pillaged by a giant excavator. Yeah. Oh, I, I was. It just looks. <laughs> I was driving by that on my way home from work. And like, I, I don't have any tangible connection to the Gothic Arches because I've only lived here a couple of years. But even that, like uh, just seeing 
just rubble uh, part of a building and the excavator standing on top of a pile of rubble like a conqueror. Like that, yeah. Like that was kind of striking to me. It is, you know. Oh, what do you, uh, and I, I, the I, I guess the, I guess the concern, you know, when I saw that, I was like, uh, okay, boomer, you know, that's what I. <laughs> You know. I think you should start saying that more to more people. <laughs> yeah, that's what I said. That, that that's what your response to uh, the HR lady should have been after she was like, "Huh?" Okay, like, boomer. <laughs> um, I see you don't get woke humor. I guess you don't. Um, but I said that, that there's a there's an odd. I guess we've talked about it before. There's an odd concern here where you no one was going in. The Gothic arches. No one was. This place was abandoned for so long. No one has a real sense of history. You know, people feel like as though there's a, there's no real sense of history anymore. But yeah, there is a certain nostalgia for it. Do you know what I mean? There's a. There, I think here's the thing about nostalgia. Like I, you look. There's a. There's a. There's a. The etymology of nostalgia. I guess it's Greek, and it comes from the i from what. I guess the Greek translation is a desire is basically a desire to return home. That's what it means. Okay. And so, you know, the classic character of nostalgia is, is Odysseus. Odysseus. Yeah. yeah. Right. And I you saw know, the TV movie. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't matter. You, <laughs> doesn't matter. I, I imagine, I, I imagine Library Homer would have wanted to like, he, he didn't intend the Odyssey to be, as read as literature. Homer wrote it as a spec script for NBC. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Me getting fucking serious. <laughs> for no reason. <laughs> a fucking stupid comedy podcast. <laughs> well, you see, Homer, you know, you didn't write it. Who gives a shit, Honor? I'm going to get Shut this made. Up, I'm going to make my millions. <laughs> Netflix is going to pick it up. Yeah. Got a fucking laugh track on it. Three you seasons know. of the Odyssey. Athena takes him over the fucking, you know, <laughs> over the ocean. The Cyclops. Ah, the Cyclops. He becomes all a his... regular character. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's Cy- played by Ashton Kutcher. Yeah. <laughs> Cyclops eat all of, eats all of his friends. And then there's a laugh track underneath. Ah. <laughs> Netflix is a joke. Yeah. <laughs> The scene with the sirens, uh, like the crew get, gets out of the boat, starts to walk towards them, and then pianos fall from the sky. I think this piano <laughs> thing is... <laughs> I'm going to milk until Does there's no even, more milk left. There is, yeah, this is a... This cow is about to be put to pasture. What does that mean, put to pasture? I, I always assumed growing up that it just meant that they are going to let the cow outside, and then I, I know better now. That it, means to kill it. Kill it, yeah. But why would you put it out to pasture if you're gonna if you're gonna kill it? I'll just bury it in the backyard. <laughs> oh, put it out to pasture. But isn't pasture the grass? Yeah. Why would you put it? But you wouldn't. How I, would you normally? I I don't know. <laughs> why am I asking you, Brian? I'm going you're, to. You're putting an awful going, lot on me. <laughs> Right now, give me answers, goddamn it! Where is this pasture? I'm gonna go to my it's library. On a f- it's on a I'm farm gonna, upstate. I'm gonna research this in the stacks. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Don't say that, dude. Don't say that around mixed company, dude. People get uh, 
You don't know what you're saying. Yeah, there were at least uh, two people that looked at each other when yeah. I said that at the party. Oh, Ring's gay, dude. He does it all the time. <laughs> it is. It is always a risk. I like to walk in. I'm a renegade, dude. I'm a rebel. You don't know. <laughs> you don't know what's gonna come I out of my mouth. I am the warrior. <laughs> All right, well, <laughs> I'm a renegade. <laughs> you know that, man. You don't know. You keep saying, you keep laughing, but I try to. I'm a real maverick. <laughs> I try to be as, I, I try to be a straight shooter fucking six shots at a time, you know, for me. It's like in your mind that, uh, that plaid jacket's just pure leather. And <laughs> like a pack dun, of cigarettes dun, dun, dun. rolled up in your white cotton white shirt that you don't have on. <laughs> dun, 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 dun. <laughs> you got a duster on. <laughs> just people closing their windows, shutting their doors. It's Sheriff Hussain. <laughs> It's Brown Bird. <laughs> I I uh <laughs> I am where is the pussy? Hello, I'm in you, the I am I'm outlaw Rajiv. Where is <laughs> you <laughs> you doggone varmint? I am what? I am fully <laughs> intending to join the oh. shootout contest. I have one coin. Am, <laughs> give me pussy, please. I, I am I am the fastest gun in both the east and west, and yeah, I yeah. I get much many Hello. pussies. I fuck on all the pussies after I, I, I shoot I, all the people. Oh, I am a sheriff Abdullah. <laughs> what you are doing here? <laughs> I please give me pussy, please. <laughs> Hey, get out of here, you bastard guy! You get your hey, own. Please, yeah, give me a little tiny pussy. <laughs> <laughs> Just an Indian Western. <laughs> Just two middle managers fighting each other. It's like the ending of Unforgiven with like. <laughs> I I I was building a house. Oh my god! I don't care. <laughs> I'm sorry to my people. I'm sorry. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> there is good, there is bad, and there's an ugly man. I mean, ugly. Damn. Damn. That's so fucking funny. The idea of an Indian sheriff in the old west. Damn. <laughs> Hey, you bastard! What are you getting? Get, get the hell out of here, you! I, I will be your huckleberry if you let me fuck on your wife's pussy. I'll, I'll be give with you me, anytime. Give me a nice, nice, you sweet pussy. <laughs> Rajit the kid. Yeah. <laughs> Hello, mister. How are you? <laughs> What's wrong with it? That fucking Indian voice is so stupid. <laughs> That's the best one. <laughs> Idiotic. <laughs> I just wire frame glasses. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> hey, bitches. Where is the time to party? Just wearing a shirt that says America A-OK. <laughs> <laughs> America, love it. Love it. Love it too much. Like Donald Trump, where is my fucking push head? broom mustache? <laughs> <laughs> God damn. <laughs> it's a real sheriff of Instagram. <laughs> oh, I'm 
sorry to my people. Sorry, <laughs> Mahatma Gandhi. I apologize. <laughs> Fuck Mahatma Gandhi, dude. You think if Gandhi was still alive today, he'd be jumping into like white girls' DMs? I don't story. like the English, and <laughs> I love pussy. <laughs> mm. One thing I hate is English people, but sweet, 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 sweet pussy. <laughs> Yeah, give me the nipal. Show me the nipal, please. Put it in my mouth, please. Gandhi, I don't, I don't know what it is you're trying to accomplish here. I thought you were. Oh no, sorry, sorry. Get out English. <laughs> not I. I'm not liking English people. Yucky. <laughs> what is wrong with the stupid voice? <laughs> so dumb. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Ben Kingsley's portrayal. <laughs> yucky English. Mm, yucky, yucky English. Ooh. What do you got there, baby girl? Come here. Give me kissy. Mr. Gandhi, you've, you're so, you need to focus. Your baby sweeties. Mm. Don't look at it. Don't I say mm. my words. Oh, give me kiss. Mm. Don't look at English boy. It's only a hunger strike on mm. real food. I'm not. I'm not <laughs> striking on pussy. <laughs> I'll eat no all the pussy. pussy. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Godri. <laughs> oh goddamn man. Yes. We went from Homer. Yes. To Shut up, Gandhi. Gandhi you pussy. are gay. <laughs> You are dumb. <coughs> um. All right, marriage story was pretty good. <laughs> uh. <laughs> what what else did we see? <laughs> what else did we see? Um. I had um I had a fun call at work, uh, which actually ended up being even better after it was over. This old guy called in about uh, his foodie his pressure cooker his foodie yeah okay. and uh he he was trying to get me to teach him how to work and i didn't know so i bullshit my way through the entire thing oh you're done and, but the entire time he was giving me these like bullshit buddy hackett jokes he's like oh, so anyways uh you know i went to my podiatrist and he said uh, hey 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 henry and i said what's going on doc and he's like well you know why you keep running I'm like well you tell me doc you're the foot doctor and he's like i i think i'm gonna be a comedian <laughs> He's like, what do you think of my jokes? Did you tell him you were a kept my I kept my mouth shut. So he just decided he was going to give you some... Yeah, he's like... uh, And he says to me at one point, he's like, um, well, um, I hope they're not recording these calls because they'll steal my jokes. Uh, This is is good stuff. Uh, This is hot stuff. I'd sue them if they stole it. And then the call ended after about an hour of this. Oh, good Lord. And I went home. I was an hour... You filled up your notebook? Yeah. I got my next hour already. (laughs) <laughs> and then I go home uh, an hour late, by the way. Right. This call went on forever. And uh, a couple hours later, I get a message from my friend who's uh, working at home. And he goes, uh, did you talk to such and such a guy? And I'm like, yeah, why? He's like, uh, so he was going on about how nice you were and how he's telling you jokes. And I said, well, um, you probably really enjoyed talking to my friend Brian. He's a comedian. And he's like, and then he got pissed. He thinks you're going to steal all his jokes, dude. Yep. <laughs> He's like, yep. he was furious. <laughs> he said that if you were American, he would sue you. For what? For listening to his fucking... <laughs> wow. So I've got an enemy. Amazing. And that man was... 
And just, and just and that man out. was Larry the Cable Guy. Larry, <laughs> just doing his hour at you. He's just trying a new bit. A seventy-nine-year-old Jewish guy from Florida who doesn't—he doesn't trust. Oh, is he was from Florida? Yeah. Oh, it was one of those guys. <laughs> man, what if it was Rob Reiner? <laughs> that's where he—that's where he lives now. You know. Uh, well, I'm not gonna steal your jokes, meathead. Damn. <laughs> well. That should be good, Brian. I think we did about an hour. Yeah. I think we should be all right. You got anything coming up? Well, I got uh, No Jokes Barred, not this weekend, but the weekend after. Right. Coming up. And uh, uh, on Sunday, we're both doing the uh, Christmas party for Blush. Yeah, I don't know whether people are going to be at it. But no, no, I, I, I just put it out there because I don't really have anything else for a while. That'd be great. Just... I I cannot wait to bomb at the fucking office Christmas <laughs> with the blush Christmas party. Just bombing. I'm just going to eat shit. Just um, in front of a bunch of strippers. Damn. They're going to see it all. <laughs> I've seen everything. <laughs> um, yeah, you got some. You got something coming up uh, Friday. Yeah. Tomorrow. yeah, tomorrow I'll be opening for Steph Tolev, um, who'll be at Punchlines uh, all weekend long. Uh, she's going to be there. She's going to be headlining. And uh, Andrew Vaughn and uh, Travis Lindsay from Halifax are both uh, are both on the show as well. Uh, Travis's album's finally coming out too, apparently. Uh, I saw okay. on Facebook today that uh, it's coming out the 27th. I guess you can pre-order the 20th. The kid's all right. All right. Well, Travis Lindsay's on there as well. I guess Travis Lindsay, go get his album. And um, uh, you don't, I mean... No, all, all eight people that listen to this. Yeah, <laughs> you're you're welcome <laughs> for the you're welcome for the thirty five cents in royalties you just made. <laughs> yeah, you're welcome, Travis. <laughs> all right, well, thanks everyone. Bye bye. Bye. <laughs>